Good morning. Welcome back to Good Morning DGen with me, Grant and Mike. Morning, fellas. How are we? All good, all good. How are we doing? I'm good. Tired again. I feel like it's a recovery. Always oh, tired. I'm actually, we're actually all right this week. <laughs> I'm fine. Mike's going to Dubai on Friday, so um, that's why he's okay. <laughs> So <laughs> we don't know if that, we don't know if that's we don't know if that's a bottom signal or a top. Usually it's a bottom signal. So. I think it's a bottom signal. One hundred percent is a bottom signal. Um, yeah, we but, we said we'll get Jerry to put on like a massive show and let Mike step away from the com- computer and then everything will just moon. So I'm the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, Mike said <laughs> this to anyone listening um, to also hold Mike accountable here. He did say that he's going to switch off this week, which we all very much need him to as well. <laughs> if you see him on CT laughing or talking shit, or if he pops up in any Telegram chat or Discord chat that you're in, just tell him to fuck off, please. From, from all of this. <laughs> yeah, get back into the and shut up. Yeah, it won't be. It won't be pissed though because it's like twenty quid a pint in it. So ah, oh, will be. Yes. We are going to brunch. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no limit when we're there. So yeah, we got brunch Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. So I will, will, will be pissed. Four hours <laughs> unlimited booze. Dubai with the ballers. So, fellas. Um, all right. This is the first time we've come at this from a new week. Um, thanks for listening last week on Tuesday and Thursday. So. Uh, if you know by now, we are going to just kick this off with prices and flows. We tend to look at it, obviously, over the past 24 hours, but given it's been a few days, we're, we'll try and be as kind of on the money as much as we possibly can. But we've um, to get straight into it, we've got Bitcoin at 27270 It's up slightly, 1.5%. You've got ETH at 1852 again, up 23 Total market caps in the green at $1.19 trillion. Uh, Binance inflows of minus 48 million, though, in the past 24 hours. Uh, what do you think of that one? Um, well, it's funny because when I was making the notes before when you were asleep, it's it was minus 78 million. It's dropped down slightly. Um, right. For Binance, it's, it's marginal numbers. But what what's funny is over the week, it's up yeah. 1.08 billion. So hmm. um, over the cost of the week, up quite bigly. Yeah, it's really, it's, I guess we've been stuck in a range, haven't we, on Bitcoin? Um, and it looks like, well, I think most people are expecting a, a squeeze one way or the other. It's like a it's no sort of like stuck in a triangle, yeah. isn't it? So um, I think people are expecting a big squeeze one way or another. So we'll just see how that plays out again this week. Right. Uh, obviously, okay. with macro pending. Yeah, want to keep your eye on. And uh, Fear and Greed Index is up 2%. 50 still in the neutral camp so we've set ourselves a challenge to try and get this done in 15 minutes maybe a little bit over um so we'll blast through because we do promise to give you the short and sweet so into the biggest winners so china and hong kong uh is opening its doors on the first of june to enable crypto trading again um so we've got cfx ach and neo in the top 10 to mention uh gonna hand that one over to you grant yeah, I mean it's it's been it's been looming for for a while. Um, you see a lot of people jumping on top of like what they call like the China narrative or the Asian narrative, and um, pre kind of twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen stuff like that. A lot of a uh, lot of large market moves were coming out from from that side of the world. So it's it's interesting to see them getting more um, 
positive around the sentiment of crypto after like quite a heavy ban back in like 2020 mm. 2021 and stuff like that so um people are trying to look at well what are the most instrumental players that have been talked about and um, most likely to kind of pick up some steam so cfx is an obvious one um i think that's just another l1 that people have been looking at ach i think it's kind of a payments infrastructure and then neo is effectively if anyone remembers the the ICO craze of Neo, like the Chinese Ethereum. So they've been moving. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny one. It's something to keep a close eye on. Um, I'm not particularly looking at it. I think it's these assets are pretty liquid. They're on quite obscure exchanges. I don't necessarily want to have mm. large amounts of capital on those exchanges, but they, they will move. Um, I can imagine into June the 1st, probably sell off after and then potentially move after that depending on um what happens but it's it's strange isn't it people think oh because they're based these assets are based and, and being built in asia <laughs> it means that they should form it's a bit backwards really yeah it's weird that isn't it they're sort of doing a bit of a 180 after all the news that we've seen in the last few years i wonder like why do you think that is like i mean who the hell can predict what they're up to or thinking at any point in time but it's odd isn't it i think it there's I think it's progression, though, isn't it? In terms of a lot of where where you see safe innovation in the US, mm. a lot of uh, a lot of other countries have sort of changed the tune and are, are inviting innovation. And again, it's it's a money earner, isn't it? It's a, it's a revenue stream for your country in terms of um, your what, what's, what's the term in terms of your overall revenue for your country. So why would you not invite it? I just think again, the US have sort of they're going to get left holding the bag with innovation wise and if, if mm-hmm. they don't change the stance soon uh whilst the countries that do do ha- have changed the stance or are changing the stance are going to reap the benefits over the over the few, over the next few years really where people consider their country as a place to to start the business so i think it's as simple as that um <laughs> i think it's going to be a bit quite turbulent in terms of of regulation across the board and like the eu even look at what they're doing now it's just like the countries that that have a more positive stance are, again it's it's all about this who's who's the superpower who's got who's got the um ability to adapt and, and overcome and again the western powers are pretty crap at it at the moment aren't they so mm. yeah we know we know a lot of teams that were us based or even europe based and they're kind of up in sticks and, and moving. So as, as Mike was saying, if, you, if you're not going to be accommodating for, for innovation, people are just going to, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a completely global yeah. system. People aren't going to wait around to, for you to get your shit together. So um, yeah. they'll come back with the tails between the legs like they always do. So Hopefully. Uh, OKX, we want to talk about OKX and the OKB token. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not it's not up dramatically, but um I think it's kind of one to keep an eye on. It always seems to move with the this like basket of assets because um they're predominantly based out out in Asia. I've seen like been to the offices in Singapore, very, very, very impressive. Um mm. I think they've I think they've got their shit together and I also think they're probably in the running for potential regulatory license in, in Hong Kong or even mm-hmm. further afield into China when that all opens up. And that's kind of probably where the speculation around that is coming in at the minute. But um, yeah, just just want to kind of keep an eye on and potentially any other maybe tier, tier two, tier three exchanges that might get 
granted regulatory approval over over those parts of the world as well. Yeah, go on, Mike. It's just funny, isn't it, how we were talking about it last week with uh, mm. another lad. It's been around for some time, OKX, in terms of uh, it was it was named something completely well, not slightly different back then. What yeah. was it? OK Coin or something? It was it, mm. like <clears throat> before my time, anyways. Um, <laughs> well, it was like yeah, like early, 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 uh, like 2015 or whatever, when we were speaking to the, to to one of the lads about it. But um, it's sort of the poster boy at the moment, isn't it? In terms of uh, yeah. commercial, uh, we were just saying about like Man- Manchester City and like it's obviously plastered all over, and even their commercial push in terms of marketing and stuff like that seems to be quite like moving forward with that compared to uh, like other exchanges, like centralized exchanges that are sort of sitting in the background or pivoting and stuff like that at the moment. So it's quite, yeah. it's quite, um, they've got quite a unique. Position at the moment, I think. Yeah, I mean, their marketing. I know you. I know you're all over it, and you've, you yeah. absolutely love it. Like they, their marketing, their PR, the the way they present themselves is it's like a traditional fintech app. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Top tier, like so. Mm-hmm. Which is what you need, really. I mean, I've geeked out a little bit over it. I know Binance have sort of like dipped the toe in with like professional sport and stuff but you can tell that they've kind of just thrown a bit of money at it and not really mm-hmm. pursued it that much we obviously all know that ftx will <laughs> heavy on that <laughs> kind of thing but okx in particular i do i do think that they're doing a really sick job of um you know that kind of getting in the face of retail which is what we all know is needed um so yeah shout out okx there. i do like that and then uh you're, Rinder, only, you're only doing that because you want you want some man, t- man city tickets i do i do want some man city tickets. <laughs> we also want them yeah i do yeah so i have been blowing up uh the dms of the lads at okx for a while now so if you are listening to this you did promise me that as well name and no names but, uh, saying that on the pub, but never mind uh and then we'll get we did, we, yeah we will uh we'll go to the uh what grand prix out your side of the world Singapore, uh, Singapore Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there, there's another one you could get us on if you want. Fancy that, lads. So yeah, I tag, <laughs> tag you in this. Um, and then we mentioned Render last week, uh, which still appears very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's as I said. I, I know I have my kind of um, what's the word? I know I can kind of see through what this <laughs> what this asset is, but I'm I'm right. still playing it anyway. <laughs> It's like, do you want to, do you want to be all high and mighty, or do you want to make a little bit of money? And I think this is how uh, renders kind of playing out. But um, I won't get too too much into the kind of the whole idea and thesis behind that. But if you want to check um, the episode two, episode two should kind of fill you in like the whole idea around why yeah. we think that's moving, where I think that'll probably potentially continue to move. So um, yeah, check that one out. Um, and then another one which is interesting. We, we talked about Apple last week. Um, and they just seem to be kind of pushing it even further. So you've got uh, Stefan and GMT, uh, which is Move to Earn project on Solana, uh, has integrated Apple Pay. So you can kind of allow, which now, sorry, allows for in-app purchases of NFTs and in-game app purchases, which is cool to see. Again, just talking about OKX and retail adoption and stuff, this is more good signs, right? Uh, I think so. Like, Stepan was, Stepan was a funny one because... Um, some of the, some of like the pitch decks that we see day in day out. I always say that, like I always bring this stepping up as an example. If if we'd have had, if we'd have seen that deck, we'd have kind of laughed it out the room because it was like move to earn. It just sounds fucking stupid, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but 
like I know I know of a certain person who give them like a couple of million for their, their seed round and um, I think the I think the thing did like a thousand decks or some shit mm-hmm. <laughs> at the top. Um, so obviously he's sat sitting pretty. Um, so it's it's kind of one of those obscure. It was one of those obscure players that everyone kind of written off, but because it was so stupid, <laughs> like the whole move to earn concept, yeah. it kind of cut through a little bit, and people were actually using it. I'm the in-app purchases. Um, on one hand, I'm kind of happy. Ha- happy Apple. Uh, definitely taking a more positive stance and starting to lift the the guardrails up there i think for crypto and web3 projects that want to integrate the only issue is like apple and apple store and and google store they still have their 30 percent roughly 30 percent tax on in-app purchases so that that like stepping i'm gonna eat that it's gonna it's gonna get passed on to the to the end user who purchases it the only the only and the other issue is is um the Coinbase marketplace, which they spent God knows how much money, and the FT- FTX NFT marketplace, which they also spent a fucking fortune on, they never really took off because as soon as you start denominating how much NFTs cost in dollar God. values, yeah, people are just like, there's no fucking way I'm putting my details in here to purchase this picture of a fucking sneaker in the term of, yeah. of stepping it. But when it's in ETH, like one ETH is one ETH, right? So <laughs> you fuck. What, what, what he thought two grams like you take I mean talk about like when business psychology and pricing and stuff if that isn't like <laughs> the absolute best example of that ever then I don't know what is but there's also like uh, I was reading the other day and there's also like the psychology behind like actual the dynamics of price as well and why people say like I don't know I guess when you're new to the space and people go oh I can buy uh, I don't know so X token for 0.0 not 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 three pence and what if it hits oh, yeah, one do- and it what if it hits one dollar and there's a whole like psychological element behind that in terms of why people go for small price points and why like shit coins are priced at like oh i've got 25 billion pepe uh that's, that's why example. i first bought xip that's, that's literally why i first <laughs> exactly bought XRP. i was, it was like okay. a, a unit cost buyers that was really really small yeah. compared to like bitcoin ethereum yeah. i feel but, like that's one of the first things you learn like the whole, oh, yeah, you know, what I mean? <laughs> oh, MCAPs, like MCAPs are never like left to me trying to explain MCAPs to, to the new entrant sometimes is uh difficult. <laughs> We've all been there, Mike. No one's judging. <laughs> we um, biggest losers, so there actually aren't many uh amazing projects that are that down, apart from obviously the meme coin selfs, uh, which is good, but nothing that we want to massively touch no, on. We- Nothing like noteworthy of a reason why they would be down, regardless. So it's, everything, yeah. yeah, everything that is is down has been down for time for some time now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I say, in the, in, I've got in the notes that my bags are down. So yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, apart from that, uh, everything is all it's been down. It's just everything's just sat doing nothing at the moment. There's no yeah. volume. There's no volume anywhere really. Like you've got you've got a couple of unicorns, haven't you? Like we mentioned last week, like yeah. LBR. That's that's up massively. Uh, You've got it, but then in terms of where everything is, it's either not doing anything, and yeah. we you need to poke a stick at it, or uh, <laughs> or it's up, it's a bit of a unique project that's had a bit of a volume go through it. So yeah, not not much to report. Give us something. Give yeah, us something. Yeah, yeah just please um, do something. 
Right. So news, let's rattle through it. Uh, decentralized exchanges, volumes have reached an all-time high compared to centralized exchanges. Let's cover that one off quickly. Yeah, I think um, this, well. if, if, any, if, any, if anyone's like a, a long-term like BlockMits reader from like the article standpoint, there's some really early articles where I've said this will con this like chasm will continue to um, be filled effectively. And when I was reporting, I think the numbers were like four or five percent. So like Dex volume compared to centralized exchange volume was like four or five percent. And I was like, this is amazing. Wonder what happens one day when like it slowly converges and and now you start to see it. But on the flip side, like you've got to kind of read in between what's actually happening here. Like the vast majority of volume over the past couple of weeks has came from complete meme coin mania and artificial volumes. Mm. So you can call it that from Jared's MEV bot, which was the largest Ethereum gas guzzler, more so than yeah. even Arbitrum itself. So um, it looks good, but if you kind of dig into why it is happening, then I don't know if it's technically, but yeah. it's not organic volume, is it? So Yeah, that's a fair point, yeah. Sorry, mate, I paused there. I thought you were going to say something. Um, and then one of the final things that we want to talk about is uh, don't we love a good A-wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't, we don't, but I'll, go on, I'll let you guys go. I don't, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen this, but it was... Um, so Evmos is a, is, a, is a L1 built on Cosmos, but it's, Cosmos, um, yeah. it was the first kind of EVM-compatible chain so you could effectively port over your evm apps onto the cosmos so it's like touted as this like amazing new prospect in the cosmos ecosystem um i've got my own kind of thoughts about cosmos ecosystem but i'll leave it. we don't have enough time to get into that um so they raised like 27 million last year which is fucking crazy because you see in projects now struggle to get like a million two million over the line three million off the line stuff like that um and what's happened recently is one of the founders who had considerable large amount of the supplier that is still vesting is is taken his vested tokens and began to sell them. So the tokens down fifty percent since fifty four percent since the beginning of May. Um, but it just brings it to contention. If if that was if that was in a traditional world and you had stock options and they were vesting and you could do them on event based. So if you're sticking around at the company for X amount of time. Or if you're hitting these KPIs and shit like that, then you can obviously have the, the option to um, vest, vest your shares or stock options or whatever, however have you. But a lot of the stuff in crypto is basically time time vested. So it doesn't necessarily matter what happens once it's programmed in. You're kind of stuck with the inevitable outcome. So if you continue continue to sell, it's going to be pretty brutal, to be fair. Um, but Wasn't it a former uh, founder as well? Hasn't he left? Yeah, yeah, he's I left. Thought. <laughs> he's left now. It'd be it'd be even funnier if he hadn't left. <laughs> uh, so he's left and then thought, "Fuck it, Fuck I need it. some money." Secure, secure the bag. <laughs> he's probably down bad as well, and he's going, "God, I need yeah. to replenish my funds." That, that Mister Bean meme where he's right. driving off, just going, giving it some. Have <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, the last thing, just to call out, is to sign up to the newsletter. Please do that. Um, jump onto Dan's Twitter. He's always going on about it anyway, and that's because it's good because we give you it twice a week, and a lot of the stuff that we cover in on this podcast is just in a different format, basically a different medium. So the uh, the numbers are constantly growing on that, which is a good sign. It means we're clearly doing something right. So uh, we will link that as well in the tweet, just if, for anyone that wants to sign up to the newsletter. Um, but is there anything else, lads, just to finish on that? 
No, like you say, we no. cover probably probably a lot more in that newsletter as well. So if you're looking for some more info on, on what's the latest news for the week and um, like token wise, alpha wise, then it's worth worth taking a look. But cheers, thanks again. Sweet twenty and out. All right. Let's